Welcome back to this week's episode of Nanny Knows Nothing. I hope your week has honestly been full of good vibes and energy, and if not, that's cool because I'm here to sprinkle in a little bit of good vibes for you. (laughs) Um, This episode is actually a little bit more on the serious side. Um, It's a lot more opinionated than what I would normally do, but I feel like this one needs to be done only because this week I've had a chance to really explore some of the examples that I'll be giving and scenarios and I think that more or less that it's pretty common for people to go through what we're going to talk about. So yeah, but before we get into that, um, I want to do my usual dedication. So today's episode will actually be dedicated to the late great Ronald W. Reifenberg. Um, that's my boyfriend's father and he went to be with the Lord towards the end of January. Um, we miss him dearly and he definitely made a large impact in my life for the two years that I had known him and I appreciate every talk, every lesson, every joke that he put out for us and I just want to let him know that he is missed very much and, um, Although it is selfish of me to want him here knowing that he's in a better place, you know, I just would want to get a chance to tell him thank you and that he is appreciated. And I feel like he may have known that, but you know, it's, it's never too late to tell your loved ones how you feel. And I feel like we say this a lot and it's mentioned a lot, you know, tell everyone how you feel before they're gone. But like, no, seriously, take the time to call or text or visit a relative that maybe you don't talk to as much or someone that you feel like you have, I don't know, maybe arguments with or a little issue that you haven't really gotten over, like mend it. Life is honestly way too short. And again, it's told all the time, but life is way too short to hold on to things that are minor or that you probably don't even remember anymore. So yeah, um, this is for him, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Alright, alright, alright. So, how I'm gonna go about this is I'm gonna give you a few scenarios that we're gonna put you into, and I'm going to kind of explain how I got the Lost in the Sauce title, and um, hopefully whatever I share with you makes a difference and you can relate or you understand and um, I can make this a little bit of a less threatening conversation, I guess. I feel like this is a really like tough topic to talk about, but why not? So here we go. First things first, you're pregnant after 13 years of trying. You have one kid. And honestly, you're shocked and you're surprised and you're excited, but you're also nervous because it's been 13 years. Like you basically have to start all over when you just thought you were about to be done. You're not, um, you know, your pregnancy is going well, you're on your fourth or fifth month. And then here comes the doctors. Uh, One of your checkups, you go in at six months. They tell you, hey, like, you know, we see that your child has the potential for Down syndrome, 
Um, it looks like some of his chromosomes are out of order or missing, and we would like to do a test on you. But the only way we can do this test is if we remove some of the liquid from your amniotic sac and get it tested. But the downside to this is there's a 50% chance that when we do this, your child could die or he could live. It's up to you. Now you being the mother or parent that you are, you decide, no, whatever comes with my child is what I accept and I'm totally okay with that. So you decide not to do the procedure. A month later, you go in again for another checkup and they're like, hey, so we know you didn't do the test, but we want to let you know that we're still keeping an eye out for certain things. And if you decide you want to continue with this pregnancy, your child will be born with Down syndrome and they only have one year to live, so be prepared for that. I kid you not that this happened to my mother. I was that 13-year-old child, and I was there. So you can imagine the amount of, I guess, trauma that was being put out there with nothing but negativity. You know, you go to the doctor, you go to check on your kid or you know your baby and you're like every time you go there's something negative being said now don't get me wrong i am studying for pediatric nursing so i understand that from a medical perspective you do have to tell each parent you know the possibilities of what could go wrong but i feel if i were in that position i would also have compassion for this you know, parent that I'm speaking to, and I would try to find the silver lining to this. Like, you know, hey, look, there is a 50% chance your kid may pass from us doing this test, but, you know, I've done this test several times over, and we have a 95% success rate, you know? Try to give the parent some type of hope. I feel like with a lot of the people I've met that have gone through, you know, first-time pregnancies or late pregnancies or things like that it's always like extremely negative and it becomes nerve-wracking and it makes you worry and then you find yourself as a parent questioning that like are you ready and it's not your fault in my opinion at this point if you're worried that's showing how much of a good parent you are because you care of what you know your potential child is going to have to deal with but I also feel like at the end of the day, there should be programs for therapy and counseling and things like that free to parents when they have these type of, you know, statements and diagnosis being thrown at them. Like, it's only fair that's like, hey, look, I know we talked about this and this is what's being said. You understand your percentages and your stats and what we're looking at, but we also want to offer you counseling so that you can go through this process a little bit easier. Or if you want to look these things up, we researched this. Here is, you know, like a packet or a pamphlet explaining what we're talking about so that parents can better understand this because they go into this blind and they look to the medical experts for guidance and the guidance is leading them down a path of, worry and nervousness and destruction and that isn't fair in my opinion now of course back to the scenario my mother decided whatever happens is going to happen but she went on with the pregnancy i will be happy to tell you that i have an amazingly bright 13 year old brother he is an absolute sweetheart 
he does amazing in school he has the coolest personality in the world and he is well thriving in all aspects that weren't even put against him he is defying the odds and with that i'd like to say what if my mom had let her nerves and her worry get to her and she had went along with what the doctors were asking her or advising her to do where would my brother be now you know what position would we be in? Would he be here? Would he be okay? Would he have contracted, you know, a diagnosis that wasn't even there to be in the first place? Like, there's a lot of things that become a what-if factor, but it's all based on what's being told. If my mom was counseled correctly or told about these things and, like, research and facts were put behind this, I think it would would have been less worry for her but at the same time she would have went through this in an easier process because it was not easy for her and it wasn't easy for me either because I was waiting for a little sibling and I didn't know if he was going to live past one or if he was going to have down syndrome or not and don't get me wrong it doesn't make a difference if he did or not but I think if things were explained in a different way a more positive way or a more understanding type of way for someone then it would have been a different story so that way you know you would know how to handle it or go about the situation all right so moving on to scenario two you are looking for a child to adopt the agency happens to pair you with a child a newborn and you go to see you know if you and the baby are a good match and this will work out for you Instead of them giving you a moment to embrace and, you know, bond and feel whatever it is that you may need to feel with the child, they begin to tell you about the biological parent's history a little bit, and God forbid the baby's a preemie. Now they tell you, you know, well, yes, she's up for adoption, and, you know, she may have a chance of being a little less advanced, or she may not hit the marks like most children in the age range because of her being premature or because of a biological parent's background. I personally would have cut them off right there only because one, you're not even giving the child a chance to grow and defy their own odds. Two, you're putting an adoptive parent or a potential parent in the position of having to worry, are they good enough to handle the situation? Will they be able to take care of all of the issues that are coming with this child that you're not even sure if this child will have? I don't understand why medical experts tend to put children in a box. You cannot put all children in a generalized box because not all children are the same. There is not one child in the world that you will find that will match another. And that's what I'm trying to get out. Like, I understand, again, you have to give the background, you have to give the negatives, but please, 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 medical experts, this is mostly for you. Give the positive outcome. Give a little bit of hope and silver lining to the situation of what parents are going through. And this is where my title lost in the sauce comes in as a parent you're just getting so focused on the negatives of what you're hearing and you know hearing these 
misdiagnosis or just predictions on what your child will be or will become that you miss the point of the fact that you're even having this child in the first place or that you're adopting this child in the first place there was a reason that you were here to have this child there is a reason you chose to adopt this child so yes at the end of the day medical experts are going to tell you what they want to tell you but i want to let you guys know to always have hope always have this faith that yes this is what i'm hearing and this is what i'm being told but i know that my kid will be above that my kid will be able to surpass whatever's being told to me because they're going to be given the chance to understand that and if you feel like you know you want to be educated on whatever they tell you by all means it is not shameful to ask ask for help ask for resources research whatever you need to research look into things there are support groups there are tons of podcasts on these kind of things there are so many ways to find the answers and by all means i really would love 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 for you to take advantage of that so that you don't have to go through this alone and hopefully with whatever questions or extensive research you do you'll be able to understand whatever situation you're in and you know be able to take care of that with your partner with your family with your doctor or maybe with yourself whoever you need to find that comfortability and understanding with through all of this um it always helps to sometimes have like outside resources and research if necessary and with that i will bring this episode to a close eventually i'll make longer episodes but for now i just kind of want to spread my wisdom and my thoughts and my opinions for now um within about a 20 minute time span just so that we can kind of get a feel of how i want to work on this um i want to leave you with a question and that question is as a parent or soon to be parent what do you feel most guilty of again there is no wrong answer there's no wrong opinion or feeling but if you would like to respond to that question you can follow me on instagram at nanny knows nothing if you would like to follow me on twitter it is nanny knows hq or if you would like to email me a response it is nanny knows something at gmail.com this is your fairy god nanny jamie signing off and i can't wait to speak to you guys again next week bye